0: date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, Betrayal Trauma Recovery Expert, and Sharon Collier, Certified Life and Relationship Coach.
1: Episode 51, here we are. And you know what? We are almost a year to the day from the very first time we published, which was June 6th. 2022. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> I do. I remember because we were trying so hard to get June 1st and yeah. gosh anyway so but last week if you haven't listened to last week's I would encourage you to listen to that. You don't necessarily have to listen to it before today but we talked about positive outlook yes. in, in dating. Just being positive about Just being dating. positive mm-hmm. and today we want to talk about some of the specifics because we deal with a lot of like we all have an inner critic. We all have those negative voices that can come in, especially when you're in a situation where you're like dating and you feel like you're on the spot and you're trying and it's this rejection thing can be so huge. So we're going to talk about positive self-talk. So important. Very important in all aspects of life. Yeah. Not just dating. Not just dating. And if you can get into these good habits or learn some tools, we're going to give yes. you a couple of tools yes. by the end of this. So hang with I'm us kind to of the end. kind
0: of excited about it.
1: Yep. Go ahead, Sharon.
0: All right. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was some of the benefits. Because you don't think of, you know, it's like, oh, there's some like health benefits. There's all sorts of benefits from positive self-talk. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Some of the benefits are increased vitality.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, I'm going to say that's a zest for life, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, I mean,
1: absolutely. When you're
0: speaking positive most of the time, when your you know, thoughts are positive about yes. yourself and your life, yes. that makes total sense. Um, greater life satisfaction, um, improved immune
1: function. You know why that is? Because the negative self-talk, if it gets persistent over time, creates stress. Yes. We can create our own stress and that stress, stress is, a certain amount of stress is good a little bit here and there pushes us. But when we are in stress over a long haul, that can really deplete our immune system and cause a lot of physical issues.
0: Well, you think about when you're really in a negative place, how you feel. You know, when you're in a negative place for you a long, bad. you feel bad. You don't feel energetic. And, you know, so I can see how that would affect our body. Um, reduced pain. Our pain receptors are happier
1: <laughs> when we and we've are talked more about, yeah, And we've talked mm-hmm. about emotional pain feeling the same as yes. physical pain. Yes. So when we deal with emotional pain in these up and down relationships and this whole dating experience to reduce that pain. That's a great thing. Yeah,
0: it's just speaking more positively. Um, Better cardiovascular health. It's like your heart is happy when you're happier. When you're more positive, your heart is happier. So much truth to that. Um, Just better physical well-being. Um,
1: Reduced risk for death. (laughs) Well, now that really applies a lot for those of us who were in the last third of our life on the planet. Yeah, that would be really important. Right. <laughs> Reduce risk of death.
0: And just yeah. less stress and distress in general, like you said. It's, yeah. you know, we cause our own stress sometimes.
1: We sure do. You um, know, By I mean, going
0: negative places in yeah, our head.
1: Yeah. We can't control the fact that we have these thoughts. Like last week, we talked about the depreciative inquiry, appreciative yes. inquiry, and there's a depreciative side. The appreciative side is the positive. The depreciative is more like um, the where we're broken, there's a problem, life is a problem, and yes. all of that to fix. And that really, we talked about that being part of the mortal existence. Yes. Like, <clears throat> that's part of being on the planet. The, the fallen nature is this negativity. So we can't necessarily change the fact that it's very normal and very human to have critical thoughts or negative thoughts sometimes right and even to have feel shame and some of those emotions we don't want to feel very normal and if we can normalize them that's going to be really helpful right um and recognizing that oh this is just a part of being on the planet but we can choose what we do with them and that's, exactly. where, that's where we can bring in the positive, what we're talking about.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, how to try to make it just a habit. It's second nature to us, you know, first nature to us. Because the more we focus on something, the easier it becomes to be that way, right? It becomes and a so, habit. Yeah. So if we're blocking out some negative things to talk about the positive, especially about ourselves, um, it's, it's going to be beneficial. So the first thing we don't want to do is get into distorted thinking patterns. These are very common. Did we talk about our amygdala last time?
1: Uh, I think we did a little bit. Where we
0: talk about Amy. I, I I like I like to I like to think of our amygdala as this nervous little girl, even in men, because I just picture her in this puffy dress, jumping up and down, going, Oh no! Oh, oh no, no! Oh no! Because <laughs> that's what
1: keeps us safe yeah it's the it's, primal brain
0: yes is what she is what she's telling us she's telling us there's there's a threat there's a risk there's right. there's something here that we don't want to do and what we need to learn to do is to shush her up and to not pay attention to that because when it comes to talking about ourselves you know um talking to ourselves, we need to not be in that mode of, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, right?
1: You know, and there's an interesting thing, because this is part of what I do in, in the, the healing work that I do, is sometimes it's kind of counterintuitive to actually welcome that in, to actually say, oh, this is here. I have this negative little Amy running around trying to get me to be afraid and to be scared yes, and all this yes. stuff. The thing is that um, there is a th- the th- the theory and it's it works well for me and it it does work for my clients too where you welcome that in where you give it a voice you acknowledge that it's there. Yes. So it's the acknowledgment. It's not necessarily saying I'm going to live with you. We talk right. about this all the time. We're not right. going to we're not going to build a house on this right. but we're just going to allow ourselves to be in that place and know oh this is what's happening yes. right now.
0: And I think knowing that's going on is half the battle. Exactly. It's like okay this is what's going on this is why I feel distressed this is where my brain is going and I'm going to change it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be it's not something we need to land on it's not something we have to buy into it's just something yes. when we acknowledge it we can go oh this is where I'm at so what's my choice? Yes. We're and, at we're at a point of choice.
0: You know, yeah. So distorted thinking patterns, things we need to avoid, Um, personalizing everything. Do you ever find people who blame themselves for everything? I think, I think I did that because I grew up in shame and guilt. And so everything was my fault. Right. No matter what.
1: But you also it's also a way to respond to the environment that you're in. Yes. If you feel like if you judge yourself and if you take the blame, then you won't get hit by mom and dad in whatever way that might be. It might be physical or emotional or whatever you it's almost a self-preservation thing. Right. So yeah, that and that's a sign. If somebody's stuck in that place, that's a sign of probably need to do some, some, some trauma. Yes. Yeah. You probably it need to really, work on some of that from your childhood.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I would say to people, I feel guilty for stuff that I don't even have anything to do with, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a like, pattern. <laughs> yes. So I don't, I don't do that anymore. Thankfully, good um, job. um, magnifying where you're focusing on the, just the negative and ignoring all the positive. That's, this is like a good example of this is letting one tiny thing ruin your whole day oh, I had the worst day. Oh, well, why'd you have a worst day? Oh, because my son set me off this morning when we were going to school, he couldn't find his other shoe. It's like that spoiled your whole day. Yeah. You know, because that was one moment that wasn't the entire day.
1: Yeah, we, we get hyper focused on these emotions that come in. And then we tell this story, and we make it all about us. Yes. <laughs> and this is our whole life. If we can just step away from that and get some perspective and recognize that that's not who we are, and that's not the whole story. Yeah. And that's not our whole life.
0: It's like you know, and if you have a bad situation and your son can't—that—that that was always us on Sunday. It's like you had two shoes last night. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but not letting it. It's like, okay, I'm in a kind of a crappy mood. How can I pull myself out of this kind of thing? Anyways, um, magnifying. Let's not let's not magnify the issues. Um, catastrophizing. I'm like, was that even a word? But it is. Yeah. Um, that's when you're
1: expecting the worst. Right. Like, like you, you think, oh my gosh, now it's going to be blah, blah, blah. And it's going to, it's going to be over. It's going to be over. Yeah. This of is going to
0: ruin everything and everything, everything in, in my life. Nothing's yeah. even happened. That's really negative thinking. That's yeah. really, really super negative. Um, and then polarizing. You see that there's only black and white, that there's no gray. Yeah. That, so you can't, you can't get yourself out of a, you know, you can't get yourself out of black unless it goes clear to white. When there's a lot of gray areas and a lot of things. Yeah.
1: The baby steps towards the direction you want to be going. Yeah. Yeah, You know, they're very
0: gray. You know, you have to probably do a lot of gray to get from black to white or white to black or whatever direction, um, that you're going. So just, this is just some things to think about not doing. So if you find yourself, you know, in some of these situations go, okay, wait a minute. This is (laughs) Peggy and Sharon just talked about this. Like how do we get, how do we get ourselves out of this? Um, And then let's identify some negative self-talk traps we get into. So um, I think having negative friends. Oh, that's... You know, I think we need to stay around positive people. Have you ever, like, do you have a pile of friends that always play the victim?
1: You know? Or maybe it's people online that are always... Being, you know, being the victim, always putting stuff out there that's, you know, complaining, poor me. Right. It's, I, that can be really affect us. So staying away from that. Yeah. You know, just being aware that that's in influencing your space. Yeah. I mean, you you start
0: becoming people you hang out with. Yeah. You know, somebody said, you're the sum of your five closest friends. And right. it's like, make sure those are good people,
1: you know. Yeah.
0: So, um, so yeah, so hang out with more positive people, um, s- identify what situations you put yourself in that actually cause negative self-talk. We were talking about this earlier. Peggy and I had the greatest conversation before this started. Which we too often have a yes, great conversation our, before we start. Our, our little brainstorming session before often turns very positive and, and it, it, it puts us in a, it puts us in a good place for the podcast, um. But where, what situations do we put ourselves in that would bring up negative self-talk like dating, (laughs) you know, doesn't, but we don't need to avoid those. We just need to be aware of those that dating, you know, you know, by the third date, it didn't work out. It's like, dang, I had hope for that one. You know, there's a lot of things it's like, oh, I can't get my hair to go right even. You know, just guys. FYI, girls usually go through a lot of effort for a date. You know, so there's a lot of negative things when we're in the mirror
1: for a long time that
0: there we, can be. If you know, we, yeah, yeah, that, that that's we,
1: a that's a habit and a pattern that need that we should work on changing if that's yeah. the case.
0: Um, or like in in addition to dating, maybe public speaking do we look at our, all our negative things that happen while we're public speaking? Peggy and I both do a lot of this. Um, not, not at the negatives, negatives but, yes, public but public speaking, speaking. Yeah. but, or do we just focus on the positives? So I, it's like, oh my gosh, did I really say that? Did that come out of my mouth? That's okay. I had enough good stuff in there. You know, right. people laughed at all my jokes. So it was a good, it was a good event, you know, right. kind of thing. So. You know,
1: I, you and I were just talking about this, talking about the conversation before the podcast. Um, and I think this is why I'm doing this. Like I'm, there are in in my social circles, in my singles uh, community that I, I go to a lot of events for. There are some people that Sharon, you call them placeholders. Yeah, where there are. Um, I've seen this particularly with men, but I'm looking from a female perspective to men. I mean, there may be women that do this too, but I'm I'm not looking at women. Right. But that that really just go to one girl, to another girl, to another girl, and they're very eligible. They're very, you know, there's no reason why they... You know, shouldn't be you know really focused somebody, and committing, yes. and and I just am starting to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to hang around that because yeah. it, it doesn't make me feel good because you know it's just ding next the next girl, the next right. pretty You're one, the some next good one. Yeah, and then it's
0: like, oh, five minutes later, they're giving yeah. somebody else. Yeah, so
1: yeah, so that's an example yeah. of not being around a, a situation that makes me feel like I you know feel right. negative and feel but, you bad know, about yeah, myself. Yeah, if we can
0: identify this and 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 be, be okay with it and accept the situation, you know, not every public speaking thing is going to go perfect. Right. You know, not every every date is going to lead to marriage, you know? So it's like, we just need to kind of change our perspective about the whole thing. And, um, but it does, you know, when a relationship that you're really hopeful about doesn't work out, what do you do? You go into yourself and go, I probably wasn't pretty enough, or I probably wasn't smart enough, or I wasn't funny enough. And you go to those places. And that's why it's like we need to acknowledge that this stuff is just going to happen without us beating ourselves up or going into negative self-talk. Right. You know, it's like to focus on the things that you have to bring to the table. We talked about this last time, right? You know, like you know what? And somebody's gonna appreciate
1: that. Somebody's gonna appreciate the things that you have to bring to the table. That's right. And I wanted to say when you were talking about negative self-talk with guys, I've heard guys say, "Well, I don't make enough money. I don't." Yes. You Uh know what? She wants Mm -hmm. this. She wants a. She wants somebody taller. Yeah. Too Too short. Yeah. Yeah. So so those are some of the things we've heard with men that 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 feel like it feels negative for you when when things don't work out. Just be. aware of those traps yeah that those are those are mortal traps yes you know part of this and and this
0: is satan speaking because heavenly father would never say those things about you our creator would never say those things about us absolutely you know he created this to him we're perfection you know so you know or at least we started out that way right before we started feeding ourselves crap and thinking bad things about ourselves we started out
1: perfection but but and you know but heavenly father still sees us that way and he does
0: and so do the self-check with, the, with that one, especially because that's, that's not Heavenly Father talking to us. Okay, check in with your feelings. I guess we just talked about that a little bit. You know, when we're feeling negative, check in and just say, nope, there's some positives here and not let the negative take over.
1: That's really good. You, I, I've had to do that sometimes as I'm, I'm committed to an event. I'm going, and I'm not feeling super great, and I have to think, why am I not feeling very good? And then I go there, and then I have to do... I have this whole list of negative thoughts that I can have. I mean, I did this the last time I was at an event. And then I had a whole list of positive and it's like, okay, we're going to just jump to the yeah. positive because uh-huh. yep. I'm going to feel good. And I, w- I, f- I left feeling much better than I, than when I, when I went, but I was right. self-aware yes. of what was going on. I was like, why am I feeling like this? It's like, stop you know? and re- just
0: reevaluate. It's like, just yeah. reevaluate the situation. And you know, I coach a lot and Peggy coaches a lot. And so I'm going to say this is probably easier for us because we are more aware because of the people that we coach. But if you can just take on that mindset a little bit, um, to just say, stop yourself and reevaluate and say, this is not, this is not serving me. And this is not helping me to go into the negative self-talking space. So check in, check in with your feelings. Yeah. Okay. Next one is my very favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, find the humor, learn to laugh at yourself. We're here having the human experience, just like everyone else. I told Peggy a story about this little girl I used to work with and I'll tell, I'll tell the shortened version. (laughs) But this girl went to a different high school than me. We both worked on the mall and in a little ice cream place. And her name was Tanya. And she would come in laughing about something almost every day, something completely embarrassing or mortifying to sophomore, junior girls. But she'd come in laughing at herself and say, oh, my gosh, I just love me or I love me so much. And it was like, oh, this is going to be a great story (laughs) every time, every time. But she would I mean, she'd start out with that. I just love me. And it was like, oh gosh, shouldn't we all just start out every story with, I just love me, whether it's embarrassing or touching or <laughs> whatever the whatever story should was. be. But yeah, we <laughs> would just, everybody just loved working with her. And she was, I mean, she was kind of plain Jane. She was a little on the chubbier side and, and, um, I don't even know if she was athletic or smart or anything, but we all just adored her because she's just Positive. Positive all the time, and literally she could tell the most embarrassing story <laughs> and laugh at herself. And I just think that's such an important... What a, what a skill. You know, yeah. What a
1: great survival skill, you know, surviving really, life. Really, and I
0: just, I, you know, now I think about it because, you know, positive self-talk wasn't a thing back then. You know, we weren't, we didn't have all these buzzwords that we do now, right. oh, like, like positivity and things like this back in 85 or 86 or whenever I was... Um, working at that place. And it just, I just remember what a a light, what a ray of sunshine she always was. Yeah. And And you
1: told me she's not, she wasn't particularly attractive or skinny, but she she just, just, but everybody loved being around her and working with her. Yeah. And And it
0: was like, oh, Tanya's coming in after me. Yay.
1: You know, I'll have this ray of sunshine for a few moments. For for five or six minutes. And it (laughs) sounds like she wasn't like the toxic positivity where it's just ignoring life and just trying to overlay it with this positive no shallow comments or you know thoughts but she actually was acknowledging her foibles and the things her humanness humanness, and just saying I just love me so I just love that humanness it's it's kind of yeah it's just who
0: I am yeah this is just what I'm all about so yeah no she was great and on Saturdays we there would be two of us there instead of one and some it was like we all fought over Tanya. (laughs) awesome (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like no can i work that shift with tanya (laughs) can i make the schedule anyways but no what i mean she really just was
1: true when people are around us like that it's it's very it's it's easier to pull ourselves out of our ditches right you know our emotional blah ditches right
0: but she just owned every little part of her she just did. And it was like, what Such a great, a great for, thing. For a junior or sophomore in high school, you know, awesome. Good job, mom. Yeah, <laughs> no, no kidding. Or dad, whoever, you know, whoever she was... Emulating. Um, yeah, yeah, emulating, yes. So, um, so yeah. So identifying your negative self traps. Just make sure. <laughs> make sure that you're trying to stay positive. Make sure that this isn't... This is like
1: brain. planning ahead. Yes. Be knowing yourself... Yes. Making choices ahead of time. You know, we were mm-hmm. taught that. Choose your right when you're growing right. out A day yeah. when we were teenagers, choose. You know, if this happens, you're going to say no, and you're going to yeah, call your yeah. mom what, and go What are you going to so, do? Yeah, what are you going to do? You drugs. Right, right. Yes, yes. So we get to do this now as a we get yeah. to a parent so ourselves. When you
0: start into negative self talk, what are you going to do? You know what, Peggy's going to talk us
1: through some of that. Yeah, you know what? How can we change? The most important conversation we have every day, which yes. is the one we have with ourselves. How it can is. we change that? It is. I mean, do you have times sometimes where you wake up in the middle of the night with all of this negative agitation, you know, at times when maybe you're more stressed out or you got something coming up. Do you ever deal with that? Waking um, up in the middle of the night? Gonna, I sure I, do.
0: Oh, Well, you just lost your sister too. I'm going to say I, I did that probably more when my kids were little, I think. Being a mother, I think that is that is one of those traps that you get caught into
1: to feel negative about yourself. Right, because, because am I doing good enough? Yes, am I yes. good enough? Am yes. I doing what I... Yeah. I have these little children and my responsibility. Some of us are that way with marriages too, with yeah. partners. So, yeah. So there may be times in our lives where we have those negative, like where we ruminate and yes. ruminate and yes. go over and over. And I'm going to tell you, um, so... I will tell you a time when this came up big, big time for me, and I don't, Sharon, if you want to share, it'd be great to hear, but <laughs> uh, when I published my book, and my book, you know, my book is a coloring journal, it's poetry, and it's it's very up, upbeat and delightful for the most part. There are some, you know, very poignant, kind of deeper um, poems in there, so it's not like ignoring the hard things but it's going right into the hard things but anyway and i i had this you know and it was a it's a coloring journal and it was the first time i was publishing a book and it's all me i mean all the drawings the whole idea all the words everything is me And I'm telling you, I was hit with so I was hit with panic. I froze. Actually, I had so much negative self talk. So we have those times in our lives when when it might increase. Like maybe it's when we meet someone that might be our ideal partner, and then we go, "Oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Oh my gosh, I'm not ready for this. I I can't ruin this. I can't ruin it." Yeah, and then you put all this pressure on you. Do have you? Do you have a time when you can think of? I mean, you were just talking about being a mother, but. Um, when, when maybe the negative self-talk kicks in more.
0: So I, this isn't a very good example, but this is negative self-talk that I didn't even realize I was doing. I just thought I was embracing myself as a clumsy person. I was, we were talking about this earlier. I moved into my new house and the carpet is short. And I don't know why, but I started slipping down my stairs a lot. And good thing there's a landing. So I'm not slipping down like 12 or 14 (laughs) stairs, right? I would slip down these stairs to landing. And, you know, that's not a very comfortable thing. And so I just started embracing that I was klutzy or clumsy. I started cutting myself with like knife, like not cutting myself with knife, but like while I was cooking, I was more klutzy. And I would cut myself more mm. often. That sounds funny. I was cutting myself with knives. I fell down the <laughs> stairs just, one too many It was times. accidental. But just little accidents, yeah. you know, here and there that, you know, because I kept telling myself that, I, oh, I just must be klutzy. And then I started thinking about it. I was short. I'm not a tall woman, but I was short when I started playing basketball. And I was the point guard. I was the ball handler. You have to be coordinated. And then I thought back to growing up with all boys. The neighborhood was boys, my brothers. I could do skateboard tricks. I could jump a dirt bike. You know, things that needed coordination. I am not a klutzy person. You know, that's I, so, it's so great. I'm yeah. sorry, keep oh, talking. No. Keep... Well,
1: I, once I realized this, guess what? <laughs> you weren't klutzy anymore. Yes. You, you did a great job of doing, accessing your inner coach. Yes. So we have an inner critic. Or we can access an inner critic or we can access an inner inner coach. And you access your inner coach, which one of the tools of coaching is to go back in your history and find the positive things, right? Yes. So you reframed it and said, oh, this isn't isn't true.
0: Yeah. So when I started thinking about all the things and I'm like, no, I'm not a klutzy person. And um, yeah, like everything changed. That's Every, awesome. You know, I don't use And what I did, I did for my
1: situation I didn't tell you how I overcame that, but I did and I I had paid extra money for my publisher to try and help me get bestseller on Amazon. Cause she knew how to do it. Cause there's things you have to do. Right. And I thought, and I told her I'm not doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing to make this. And she said, Peggy, don't you make this be my first time to not get oh, someone yeah. I published to be, you know, right. to be, you know, a bestseller on Amazon. And, um, and I was really, I was paralyzed. And so I actually reached out to some people that could help me reached out to some friends and said, I'm stuck. What can you help me? I need, I need to figure this out. I did get bestseller on Amazon Yay. in two categories. So um, so it We're, did it did work out. It was all this, oh, no, 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 over. Right. And-
0: okay, but do you, do, I mean, that's that's Amy again going, oh, no, oh, right, no, oh, right, no. And sometimes right. she's really hard to control. Yeah. And that's where anxiety comes in. Yeah,
1: oh, it when, was when high. You can't, when
0: she can't reach your frontal lobe, when you can't get in there and logic through, what's going on, that's really anxiety. And that would be a situation. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, are people going to love this or hate this? You know, I mean, this is all you. Yeah. And if you haven't read Peggy's book, it is... Fantastic. It is Thank absolutely you. fantastic. Sometimes I get it out when I have friends over. I'm oh, like, that's okay. so fun. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, no, no. You have to, I have to read you this poem because it's fitting to something we were saying. Yeah. Um, but you're still on Amazon, right? You yeah, I'm still on, on, on Amazon.
1: Here. And you can get PeggyMatheson.com forward slash book. You can get my book there. It's called She Said. She Said, a, a coloring journal. And so I, I have journal colored, pages in there. I
0: haven't colored one page, and I haven't written in the journal, but the, the poems are amazing.
1: They Thank are you. absolutely Thank amazing. Thank you. Um, I, also, to just to kind of give you a perspective on this, I think part of also what was going on with me is it's the first time I had put out there, I'd outed the man I was married to through this book and through publishing my website as an abusive person. Ah. And he, he is well-known and when, when and he came out as gay, if you haven't heard the first podcast of my story, you can go back there to our first, very first podcast was my story and talks about that. But he was in international news and the whole gay, um, it just it just ignited the whole gay conversation of change, and not change and all that stuff. And people were trying to rope me into that during that time. And this was two years after that, that I published it myself. And I was, that was part of what I was scared about as I was outing him in my story as being an abusive person. Right. And if anybody put two and two together, they would know who I was talking about. And right. I, I mean, you can imagine the firestorm that could have happened. So, so some of this anxiety is well-founded, but right. like I said, I called in the troops because even though I have a lot of skills to overcome these things, I needed help. Oh, yeah. I really needed help. So, okay, so... We talked about when we're, um, sometimes, you know, this conversation we have with ourselves. it can be from our woundedness, from unfinished, you know, healing from being, you know, being hurt, Yes. maybe bitter, maybe anger, whatever. Um, it can be distresses. It can be worries. Um, it's decisions we made about ourselves a lot of times based on other people's behavior
0: or things that other people told us.
1: Yeah, that's true. And some of the distorted thinking that you talked about in the beginning, some of that comes from being in trauma and having been in a traumatic situation and a betrayal situation with a partner, with a previous partner, or maybe a current partner. Right. So, or even... sibling or a parent. Or a parent, yeah. yeah, Being in a relationship where it's, you know, where you're, where it's... um, you're not being treated well, those distorted thinking patterns, you can take those on. And so just to be aware of that, but let's get to um, what we can do. So I actually was looking at Ethan Cross, who wrote the book, um, chatter, a voice, the voice in our head. Um, and so he he I found two of his tools that he talks about, And I'm going to share these with you. But I also call them something different, but they, I use these same things in the work that I do in the guided meditation. We use these same tools. So these are really great. Um, so because we have this negative self-talk, okay, we've normalized this, right? Everybody, everybody knows everybody, everybody on the planet. I don't care if they're a president. I don't care if they're the most famous singer in the world. Everybody comes with some negative self-talk and that chatter and we need to normalize that and also recognize that it's really hard to just get rid of it. So we wanna harness it. Right. We wanna make a choice, yes. like I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. So this first tool is called distant, distanced self-talk. So and that's what we were talking about. You were talking about coaching yourself through this. So this yeah. is like coaching yourself through it, but using a languaging that's gonna help help your brain to um to buy into it and you talk in you use your own name like Peggy, it's time to take action, or Peggy, you can do this. Or you can use the second person pronoun you, you got this. You 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 can you can do this, you know, or whatever. And that actually is kind of magical. So think about it this way. Sharon, do you, do you help people a lot with giving advice? For sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do people tend to take it pretty well most of the time, like advice, like if a friend? Like if you give a friend advice, do you, do you take it well when someone gives you advice, a friend?
0: Sure. No, if I identify.
1: Like, yeah. you, you know,
0: you really kind of have to identify with the advice.
1: <laughs> right. So we like to receive it, you know, we like, I like to call some of my friends and get advice. Right. And I'm looking for a new perspective, right? Okay. Right? Yeah. So we're much better at giving advice to others, Mm -hmm. right? So we like to give advice too. Right. So, so when we give advice to ourselves, we're accessing that positive aspect, right? So- and uh, apparently, there's research that shows that you know when you do this, it's kind—it's called linguistic distancing. You distance yourself with the self-talk. It actually, it, you do better. So it it helps you to do better with the negative self-talk when you say, "Peggy, everything's working out." Peggy, everything's—you can do this, right. or you can do this. You don't need to, you know, yes,
0: or whatever. You always get through these situations. Mm. You're fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, which is really interesting because in the meditation work that I do, we often, there will be a memory that comes up and we actually distance ourselves from it by putting it up on a movie screen. And we um, we have a mentor and the present self there. And we watched the younger self, and it could have even been just an hour ago or two hours ago, or it could be when you were a baby or whatever. Right. But that distancing piece really accesses a part of giving yourself advice and being there for the – you know, being the the higher self – Accessing your higher self, your higher wisdom, right, and the inner coach—that's a—that's a good coach,
0: right. Well, we talked about this last time. Like, what would you say to your best friend? Or right. What would you say to your sister? Or what right. would you say to somebody close to you? You and know. And we don't do that to ourselves. We but need we, to do. We really that. should. We need yeah. to
1: do that. So that's a tool. the the um, The distance, the distance self talk. Okay. Okay. So the second tool is um, mental time travel.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: So, so we were talking earlier about hyper-focusing on an emotion and making it ruin your whole day or whatever. That's called zooming in. So you see it narrowly, you see just the emotional elements, you kind of pick it apart and then you make this judgment and you, you lose your perspective. So we want to zoom out. Okay. So zooming out. So think from a more objective perspective and then often we will find solutions as we zoom out and give ourselves that bigger perspective. So, um, so again, using your name, like, like say I, I get stuck in a thinking pattern. Let's say I wake up in the middle of the night, which I don't do very often, but I used to do this a lot. I used to be full of anxiety and stuff. And, um, if you were to say, Peggy, are you going to see this differently in the morning? Or how are you going to feel about this tomorrow? Right. And it's like, oh, I think I'm going to be fine tomorrow. This is just a middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. Right. 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 Or if that doesn't work, how am I going to feel about this a week from now? Or how am I going to feel about this six yeah. months is from this now? Is going to make a difference in
0: my life six yeah. months from now? I'm and not going to be thinking about it. Yeah.
1: But... And we could do this with dating. Yeah. With the perspective, right? Is this, how am I going to feel about this a year from now? Oh well I'm not even gonna remember this a year from yeah. now. It's not even gonna be a deal. Right. So you can you can help yourself this way by using this this time travel, so to speak. So, um, and I do that in my guided meditation as well. We do something called future pace where you, we go through this whole thing where you clear out the past and you get a new beliefs and you just find this shift that happens at a very deep level at the core level. And then at the end, we go out and see yourself a week from now, see yourself six months from now. And then you give advice to the present you from the future you, and it's just really powerful work. So I love this because... I love it because it really, honestly, it validates the work that I've been doing. Even though I know it works, it's right. great to hear it from a a famous psychologist. Right? Um, that that's that that is what he uses too. So, um, so you activate the higher part of yourself in this, like you know the 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 inner coach or the the part of you that's healed and whole that has the answers the right. divine part of right. you that's more connected to heavenly father and so those are those are a couple of of great tools that you can use to help with your negative self talk
0: was it you that was saying um do you say you're a child of God or do you really believe you're a child of God? I I think think that was me. That was you. Okay. I'm like, which conversation was that? We have some really great conversations. Yeah. But it's like, that's, that's part of that. You know, we talked about this a little earlier, you know, like connecting with heavenly father Yeah. because he wouldn't say the things to us that we say to ourselves.
1: No, he wouldn't. Even when we make bad choices, He would never say the things. He would never put us down like we might do to ourselves. Right. So uh, hopefully, everybody, you've got some great tools today. And I hope that you pick one thing and start changing that, start working on that, access that inner coach and figure out, just start acknowledging when your inner critic is showing up.
0: Well, and you know, like practice some affirmations. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're in a, if it's a hard thing for you to do and a hard thing for you to accept, look some up even if you need some, but these need to connect with you. Yeah. Do you ever maybe write yours down and have them on sticky notes, like on the mirror? I know that's, I know that's a thing, you know, just as good reminders, um, to, you know, stay positive about yourself. Um, I uh, had a little, my sister gave me a little heart shaped stickies for Valentine's Day or something. And my brother said, <laughs> My brother said, you have to cover up your camera. People can hack into your computer. And so I put one of the little heart things on my camera. And, it, you know, it's a heart. So I just put yourself, like love yourself, ah. uh, you know, because they were itty bitty. They were pretty little, like two inches. Anyways, but when you're, when you're looking for affirmations, it's just important to see them, I think, a yeah, lot of times. Yeah, I think the visual's you know, good. On, on your vision boards, on your mirror, you know, where you spend a lot of time. And, you know, and again, these are need, things that you need to connect with. These are things that come from well, deep your, within yes, you, from your negative that you that believe that you, that you would like to change. Yeah. 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 So make sure that there's some good affirmations. Make sure that you know, it's like we just talked about, you know, if somebody asked you about dregs, what would you say? Make sure you know what you're going to say to yourself. Make sure you know how you're going to affirm yourself because that's important anyways. Yes. You know, helps build confidence, you know, helps you love yourself like Heavenly Father loves us, which is super important. We just talked about. So make sure that we have some affirmations going on.
1: Yes. Thanks, Sharon. Sure. Okay. Until next time, we will stay positive and share this with friends and family because we're all dealing with it. We are. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at date datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.